Good evening, everybody. You're tuned in to 91.7 FM WMSE. It is Tuesday. It's a little after 6 p.m. And that means time for Local Live. My name is Cal. I'm here by myself tonight. Hearing is off. Doing other fun stuff today. She'll be back next week, most likely. Barring unforeseen circumstances. So, you're stuck with just me tonight. And, of course, our wonderful guests. It is Greatest Lakes out there in the studio getting ready to perform for us all. They consist of John Nichols on lead vocals and percussion, Brian Steinseifer on guitar and lead vocals, Mike Hawes on bass and backup vocals, Danny Strash on guitar and backup vocals, Tim Ferrett on drums, and Steve Kaufman on trombone. They have a brand new album out. It's called Divisions. Uh, came out, I believe, last week. And um, they had one release show already in Kenosha. And uh, they've got another one coming up on Saturday, May 26th, at Anodyne and Walker's Point with special guests Nickel and Rose. So that'll be a fantastic lineup. Um, and uh, I'm sure a lot of you probably remember Greatest Lake's first album, uh, Self Titled Affair, came out in 2014. And uh, I remember when that came out, it, it didn't really sound like anything else in, in the city that was, that was coming out around that time. It turned a lot of heads. Uh, kind of a dreamy pop folk sound and super lush vocal harmonies that were kind of the hallmark of the band. And, uh, you know, they've, they've gone through some changes in the ensuing years. They haven't put anything out since 2014. And they had kind of a quiet 2017, as far as I know. And um, I think the new album, it's it does showcase a little bit more of an eclectic sound for the band than the first album, but at the same time, I, I think that anybody that was a fan of that first record is not going to be disappointed in any way by this new one. It just kind of adds a few new dimensions to their sound, a few new layers, twists and turns and whatnot. So uh, you're going to be hearing a bunch of new material tonight when they play for us live, and that's coming up in just under a minute here as uh, I'm going to play this little message for you and when I come back I'm going to turn it over to them so stick with us WMSC's Local Live is supported by Club Garibaldi located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview open 7 days a week Club Garibaldi serves burgers, hot wings and more and features live music weekly for more information and Club Garibaldi's live music events visit clubgaribaldi.com thanks Club Garibaldi for continuing to support this program We'll see you back there in the fall when we restart our uh, Live at Garibaldi series after the summer months are over, after Chill in the Hill is over, all that good stuff. But without further ado, I'm going to send it out to the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio. Here they are, Greatest Lakes.
this is Chris from Field Report, and you're listening to 91.7 WMSE-FM, Milwaukee. I'm ready to think this is station manager Tom Crawford from WMSE. We've just completed our spring membership drive, and I wanted to tell you that WMSE listeners contributed over $87,000 this spring during the drive. From all of us here at WMSE, we say thanks to all of our volunteers, the WMSE DJs, and area businesses who helped make it all possible. The biggest thanks of all goes out to our supporters who donated during the drive. You made it all possible. WMSE has the best listeners in the world. Thanks for all you do. You can also check out the new WMSE website, which I encourage you to do at WMSE.org. Thank you. dream. I dreamt I was listening to the radio. It was playing the strangest, most beautiful music I've ever heard. Everything from the very beginnings of recorded sound to something that seemed as if from some distant future all things in between. I don't know. Maybe it was the Five and Dime Show. Shopkeeper Ken. Every other Thursday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, on 91.7 WMSE. All right, back in the studio we are. This is Local Live on WMSE, and uh, we are here with Greatest Lakes. They've joined me. Welcome. Hey, hey. Hey, How's it going? Good. Um, Why don't you guys just go around quick, introduce yourselves on the mic. People get a Um, name with the voices. I'm John, kind of the lead vocal, I guess, uh, an auxiliary percussion guy. I'm Brian, uh, guitar and vocals. Uh, Mike, bass and vocals. I'm Danny. I do guitar and vocals. Tim on drums. All right. So uh, just kind of looking back over the archives, it's been about a little over three years since you guys were on this show. Um, And, you know, that's kind of a long time in a band. You you, uh, had kind of a break from recording and stuff like that. So why don't you give people kind of a brief history of Greatest Lakes over the past three years? What have you guys been up to? I mean, it, we uh, after our, our last album, The Greatest Lake Self-Titled, um, I mean, we, we took a while to track that and even to make that. I mean, we, we demoed the whole thing at home, making sure everything was perfect, and then retracked and redid it all. Um, this time around, we kind of did something a little different. We, uh, we had bits and pieces of, of, of songs, and, and we tried, you know, whether it came with, with family life or just timing, you know. Uh, at the time, I was actually getting married. We tracked um, okay. three songs in the studio. Real quick, rushed in before you know, because I was gonna end up being busy and whatnot, so that I didn't get the drums and stuff laid down at that time. Um, which we then, you know, two years later, then came back and re-recorded with Tim, you know, on drums on uh, throughout the whole album. So with the consistency of that, plus Tim is an amazing drummer, so he came in had to take take that over, which is which I was glad to hand those sticks down. But uh, our studio flooded. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the studio flooded. Yep. Yep. Halfway into tracking, then the studio flooded with, with Tim. You know, redoing all these drums and and re- finding these songs coming together. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we kind of like I said, at first we kind of had an approach where we were bits and pieces and putting them together. And uh, it, it it like I said, it all all went down to when we're you know, year and a half later after that, we kind of had our heads wrapped around these songs. And like I said, yeah, we started recording Tim. Uh, at, at the studio flooded, and so yeah, and we had to start all over again from scratch and start over. Uh, so it just took a little, little bit of a process, you know, <laughs> getting this album back together. But uh, Brian did something pretty smart, which was we were having a hard time kind of finishing writing songs, and Brian made a reservation. He paid for it in advance to have the album mixed in at a tiny telephone in California, yeah. and there was a drop dead date of November or something. And here we were in June, kind of taking our time, taking our time. But as it was approaching, we're like. Like Brian, we can reschedule that, right? We can we can set that back a little bit. He's like, no, that's nope. it. Lynn. So it like it. we, the day I think I was still tracking like the night before. I stayed up all night and was yeah. still like messing around just because we could. 
<laughs> so so setting that deadline is finally we were able to pull everything together and we we record all our individual houses and stuff and so finally pull it together and, and made it happen so so for next time i think we'll have to have more <laughs> deadlines like that <laughs> so yeah. initially you were upset about the deadline and then you were like actually that, that worked out well great we it. might not be here with an album today <laughs> right, right right yeah okay so when the flood happened that like you lost everything that you had put together up to that point or well, it just made the consistency of it, you know what I mean? Just the sounds and everything. Then yeah. Trying to retract the drums to get that same tone and, you know, just consistency of the album. I mean, half of it was recorded by that time, you know, drums-wise. Uh, basically, I guess, yeah, it was drums and a little bit of guitar and whatnot, too. But, yeah, just to go back and redo it all and just have it sound, you know, consistent, I guess, you know, mixing and, ma- you know, mixing and whatnot can do that. But we just wanted it to flow, you know? Right. All, all drums in one take at one place, you know? It it, it just made it easier, you know? And... and and plus, we were using some different software. Then we had some software issues. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, we could go into, into all the things that were, that were with I'm us. Sort of plagued. Uh, a bit, yeah, a bit, you know. And then we did it on vinyl. This album was on vinyl, yeah. just vinyl only, and that was that was something in itself too. But <laughs> 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 only 100 copies came in the press, broke. Oh, yeah, jeez. Yeah, this is the lacquer. Yeah, it's. Wow. We got it. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We it all came together records. somehow. <laughs> Um, I was reading, there's an article in the Shepherd Express recently, and uh, you're talking about how you kind of wanted to inject a little more energy after kind of playing a, a lot of shows, uh, you know, kind of supporting the last album. Um, was that kind of uh, just a reflection of, of actually, like, what you were absorbing at festivals and stuff like that, or is it just kind of your own backgrounds as far as what you wanted to bring new to the table to the new album? I think it was definitely it was a it was a decision, you know. I mean, it definitely was. Uh, it was both. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, just just growth as as musicians, and and that was another thing too is, uh, this album is definitely you know there's definitely, greatest lakes you know has some of those harmonies you know those vocals they're there you know but they're nothing nothing like that first album which was just really uh kind of, you know very you know big harmonies big reverb you know drenched in reverb you know which we love I love that album we we love it but to follow up and just make, that again or try to try to redo that like we just we grew. You know, musically, you know, differently. We wanted that energy. We wanted to bring that too. You know, so that was some of the stuff too. Writing a little differently than just four-part harmonies all the time, and and just these big, you know, airy, you know, you know, ambient, you know, reverb-drenched vocals. Like we we definitely kind of went the opposite direction with a kind of a little more, you know, drier vocal, and, and you know, maybe there'd be more of a lead per se throughout. But uh, yeah, just like I said, it all just kind of came together just musically with us just. Exactly, with just the energy you wanted to bring and, and uh, just growing musically, you know? And I think it's a natural progression, too, having Tim join us and yes. having him play because he brings an energy on the drums that, like, he we kind of bring it up to his level sometimes. And uh, you're not going to write, like, an elevator music album with Tim Ferrett on drums. <laughs> no, I didn't have Well, you know, like, the, we'd be playing the last album live and it would start, you know, we'd have this energy and we'd want to, like, bring it. And then the songs just didn't really support that yeah so we changed them as much as we could but i feel like that just yeah that just sort of caused us to write a little bit differently this exactly time. yep yep no that makes sense um now do you guys do you guys really like the whole uh, festival circuit because i know you did play quite a few festivals oh yeah i that. mean we, we have yeah we love it you know we, we were we were fortunate enough to get on some really good ones you know yeah uh whether it be mile music or, or summer fest or uh bernhardt's we did that uh, at the uh, mitten fest yeah a lot of great festivals would be put on, you know, um, mm-hmm. and definitely they were great. They were great for us. It definitely had, had a lot of people attended it, you know, and yeah, it was yeah yeah we loved it. It was a good there, time. there's great clubs around town, but Milwaukee just has such cool different festivals. Even if it's the the main big stuff or just like the neighborhood stuff, exactly. like it's just it's so much fun. Yeah. Do you have a favorite that uh, that you played or that you've attended over the years? Chill on the hill. Yeah, that was that was okay. a big one for us. Like that that was a really that was. I don't know. That was a real poignant one because uh, it was it was really neat to play that that venue, you know, and have all and there was there was a great turnout, which we were fortunate. Beautiful night. Um, that that one was a real memorable one for me, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Summerfest had to be somewhat memorable. Was that your first time playing Summerfest uh, a couple of years ago? One of the best slots, yes. That, that, yeah. I mean, we we've played Summerfest a couple of times, you know, whether it be side stages or or you know the two o'clock time slot type thing. But okay. I think it was the last time we had played. It was at uh, it was Miller Light, right, guys? Miller Light, yeah. and it was like a, a seven o'clock or six o'clock time slot. It was just it was a nice slot. Was a show, it was a really and a really good show. I mean, yeah, and that was that was one of the yeah that was a very very memorable. And again, like I said, it time slot meant a lot. And obviously that stage was it was pretty nice. You know, the, the Miller Light stage is pretty nice. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
Now, if you if you were gonna like curate your own festival, who would you who would you really need to have in that lineup for your ideal? Oh, that's man. a good question. That is this a local. Is this, is this all time? You can do. You can do all time. Are people going back to the dead? Sure. Are we reuniting the Beatles and, like, <laughs> and the Beach Boys? Are all getting back? What do you um, got, Johnny? Yeah, I want to hear yours. Oh man. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I, man, guys, I need to put this on me. Like, at least slip <laughs> it, me a note. This could happen someday. You might be asked to curate a festival. I think it would be a really weird. It festival. would be a lot. It'd be like Riot Fest. Mixed with Eau Claire, mixed with yeah, with, um, with Lollapalooza, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, for real. It'd be Kendrick Lamar, you know, the the right. Beach Boys, you know. <laughs> so Hopefully together. Bonnaroo, we'll call it Johnaroo. We'll call it Johnaroo. <laughs> I could so see that one. Sounds like Summerfest. <laughs> <laughs> this, that. this is true. This is true. Put put these men on the board of Summerfest, yeah. <laughs> hiring you bands. Just that <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that uh, you mentioned in the the interview um, was that there were a lot of relationship issues that kind of provided fodder fodder for some of these songs on the new album. Um, did you find that it was that the that the songwriting process came really naturally, um, flowing out of that? Like, is it is it easier to write from like? The standpoint of the the emotional hardship there, or, and you, not necessarily that it's all hardship, but you oh know. yeah, and one hundred percent. I mean, that's the that's the thing is, um, it, it definitely comes from the heart. Anything that that, that we will put out, you know, I'll, I'll write or I'll, any of us will write, you know. So, also with that, you know, comes you know with the good and the bad. I mean, it, it is it is completely from the heart, but also it's very you know it's revealing as well, you know. So, yeah. uh, but it's therapeutic, you know. I mean, that's that's the thing, like. Upon writing some of this stuff, and then okay, you know, release this album, and then okay, they're spinning it. Okay, Shepard <laughs> Express is reviewing it, and it's like this is this is real, you know. Um, but it's about being real, you know. I mean, it's it's only what I know about, and I'm not, you know, w- whether it's lyrics, you know, personally, you know, I, I end up writing. They're not. They could be from other, obviously through other people's experiences, through other people's eyes. But first and foremost, how, how I know how to write is just for where I'm coming from, whether it's at that moment or how the song's making me feel. You know, it, it, it portrays that. You know, I don't have pre-written things, and then I come to the table with, you know, Brian's, hey, you know, Brian and Mike and all of us come show this ditty, and I and I have some some thing already written and pre pre-made. You know, it's always it written with it and with the emotion of the song. You know, so mm-hmm. it hopefully it, it would portray the emotion of the song as well as you know what I'm trying to say. Um, and it all all gels. You know, it feels like it gels better that way. You know, that's the way the last album was written. You know, and, and this album was written as well. It's just all from the heart. So. However it may come and however vulnerable it may be, it, it is what it is, you know, and that's all I know how to do. <laughs> and I, I really thought that the uh, the cover art for this album is really memorable, like immediately when you see it. You, you can't forget that. Where did that come from? Yeah, so when we, did, <laughs> we, we were doing our first album, I was working on the artwork, and I found that image online. I think it was on, like, Tumblr or something, which when something's on Tumblr, it's impossible to track down. Yeah. And it's like reposted a million times by people. Um, and I searched and searched and searched and finally found the, the person that shot it. And it was this girl um, in England. I think at the time she was like 16. Um, and I emailed her and I asked, asked permission. And by the time she got back to us saying, yes, we could use it, it was like the week after we had to send our artwork like, <laughs> to get the CD printed. Oh, wow. Um, so you know, I kind of just forgot about it and stashed it. And then when we had this album, we pu- I pulled it back out, and I'm like, oh, man, this actually works way better for yeah. this album <laughs> yeah. than it did for the other one. Big time. Um, so we got a hold of her again, and she was like, yeah, of course. Um, and, you know, it, it just worked out. And I, I love the image so much that I, you know, there's no, there's nothing else on the cover. I just, uh, it's just pure. Yeah. I didn't want to yeah. mess no, with it at all. Definitely. Yeah, very cool. Um, I was kind of surprised because you guys don't have – as far as I know, any videos yet for this album? Uh, I don't know if maybe it was just like a lot of work getting the album itself up. But do you plan on doing any videos? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've we've been in talks about okay. you know, getting a couple going. Um, yeah, I think it was just trying to finish the album and get it pressed and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, which uh, you know, uh, I know when we started talking about videos, it's like, oh, we have plenty of time. You know, and I was like, oh, all right, it's out. We should probably work on that. Right, right. <laughs> All right, maybe down the road. Um, this is something that I, I saw on your Facebook page that uh, piqued my interest. 
Um, what exactly is a talent booster pedal? That's <laughs> 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 so a new toy for us. I, I was at the music store. So Tim Tim works at Music Center in Kenosha, and I was going there just to get get a new cable. And I was looking around, and then I saw. Actually, I asked to see. I asked about the Rickenbackers first, and then I'm like, hmm. And then I was checking out some bass pedals, some nice ones. And then I, I didn't, I didn't buy anything else. But then when I saw this, caught my eye the talent booster that Tim's been talking about. And <laughs> he's really been pushing it on me. I don't know. And uh, and so and so I'm like, yeah. Well, how much is it? And he said, it's it's. Uh, I can give it to you for nineteen dollars. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I'll think about it. And he was like 18, and I'm like, hmm. It doesn't do anything at all. So it's like, how much am I willing to spend on nothing? And But once you lower the price to 15, sold. So I, I bought it, and it became part of my, my pedal board. It was a perfect spot for it. And there was a time during the last set that we were playing where I started to kind of lose a little concentration, and I just hit it, and it put me back in the zone. It's true. And it just turns on LED wow. light. It just turns on yeah, LED it's light. A it's a complete bypass. You, you broke a glass. Yes. Yeah, a glass broke. Uh, a beer glass that was sitting on my amp just shattered. Yep. Um, well, the best part you was the you got that pedal, and then we were going to the show, and you're like, oh, I didn't buy picks. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Who needs, that's, it, who needs that's it with true. a talent boost? Yeah, you, you don't know? need a pick. Yeah, okay. Overcompensate with a talent boost. <laughs> yeah, it's just an empty box. It doesn't do anything except <laughs> a light turns on. It's a conversation piece. It's, it is. It's motivation. It's done well. Confidence. <laughs> that's good. Whatever it takes, really. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're about out of time for the interview for now. Um, before we get you back out to play your second set, um, tell people where they can find the new album. And uh, tell them about the album release show you have coming up next week. Well, our album is available online at uh, Bandcamp, or you can order it from greatest-lakes.com. Um, and then also you can get them at, the, at shows. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the vinyl. Um, and we're playing the second album release show is on May 26th. It's at Anodyne. And we're playing with... Nickel and Rose. Uh, Nickel and Rose. Nickel and, Rose. Yeah. Um, and so we're just just beginning back from a super long tour of Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sound really great. So we're really excited for that. Uh, so that's Anodyne, May 26th. Uh, there's tickets uh, available online or at the door. I think it's yeah. 8 or $10. Yeah, they're cheaper if you buy them ahead of time. Okay. So do that. All right. All right, cool. Well, let's get you guys back out there. You got three more songs for us, right? Yes, yes. All right, excellent. So Thank you. Absolutely. We'll be right back with some more live music from Greatest Lakes. Hello, Milwaukee. Hello, Milwaukee. Do you remember the good old days when Roland was every drummer's name? Well, I do. This is Haven, host of Wave Tank. I play a mix of old and new synthesizer-based music on the darker and colder end of the spectrum. You will hear new wave, cold wave, minimal wave, synth pop, industrial, electro, experimental, kraut rock, ambient, and drone. So slip into the wave tank, heard every other Wednesday from 6 to 9 a.m. on 91.7 on your FM dial, or online at wmsc.org. Hi there, this is Connor Oberst, and you're listening to WMSE, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. WMSC presents Gloss Weekend, taking place May 17th through May 20th, featuring performances by the record label's top talents, including No-No, Moon Rats, Rio Turbo, and Supmote. A total of 15 performances hosted at several establishments throughout the Riverwest neighborhood, including Linnemans, Mad Planet, Club Timbuktu, and High Dive. For more information, please go to wmsc.org slash calendar. All right, looking forward to that festival this coming weekend. And uh, before I send it out to the uh, the live music, I just want to thank everybody one more time, everybody that donated to WMSE's spring membership drive, uh, in particular to this show. Really appreciate your support. Every time we have one of these drives, it means a lot. So thanks a lot to everybody who supported us. And uh, now we're going to send it out for some more live music. Once again, to the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio. Here are Greatest Lakes.
What's this on? This is heads up. Heads up. Oh, yeah. show up, uh, anyone listening to the show at Anodyne, pick up the vinyl or go to the website. May 26th. May 26th. Thanks, man. Johnny Nichols will be there. I'll be there. We'll call it John Aru.
Rock. Is it this? Or perhaps this? Or maybe even this? If you answered all of the above, then you should check out Night School with me, the professor, Tuesdays from 3 to 6 a.m. And if that's past your bedtime, you can always hit the archives at wmse.org. Sure, I'll be playing the classics. Welcome back, my friends, to the court of the Crimson Monster Mouse. He's ten feet tall. But you'll also be hearing plenty of new music across styles and around the globe. That's Night School, Tuesday mornings, right here on the Mighty 91. It's a little bit funny This feeling inside I'm not one of those who can Alright, back in the studio with Greatest Lakes And uh, they picked a song for This Is Your Song Now last time I, you guys were here I'm pretty sure you chose Beach Boys Which, yep. uh, which is kind of an uh, understandable choice This one, uh, tell people a little bit why you chose Strange Loves Actually, with this, um, it I was at uh, Madame Zuzu's Tea House, right? Okay. Um, which Billy Corgan owns and runs the Smash, from Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. And he was doing this uh, psychedelic 45 thing that popped up out of nowhere on the internet. And my buddy Joe, you know, of course, hollered at me. He's like, hey, we got Billy Corgan's going to be spinning vinyls at this tea, little tiny tea shop. We got to go see what this is all about. And they're 45s. You know, I'm all about all this. I'm all about, first of all, the pumpkins, Billy Corgan. Jimmy Chamberlain loves these guys. Grew up on them, um, and psychedelic 45s. So it's, <laughs> I'm like, "What's up? Let's do this." So I end up getting in there, us and 20 other people, and uh, wow. he ended up playing this song. He ended up playing in the, in the nighttime, and uh, I had to run up there, and, and my buddy was too shy to say anything. I'm like, "I don't, you know, this tall gangly." He goes by, uh, what does he go by? Uh, it, it's tall gang. It, it's the white. White sh- like white shadow or something like that. He goes by DJ, DJ something. Name? Yeah, DJ White Tower, <laughs> Ivory Tower, something wow. like that. Because he's like this ghost white guy, you know. Oh. So here he is over this over this thing, you know, bobbing his head. And the song came out. I had to come up. I was like, hey, what? Who is this? You know. And he said it was the B side of uh, I uh, I Want Candy. The String Loves did I Want Candy, and okay. this is the B side, which you would never never guess the same band did I Want Candy. You know. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I I picked up the vinyl, ended up actually finding it at a record store shortly after. Luckily, I ended up you know running into it, and uh, I would give you this copy I brought with me. I don't know how scratchy and poppy it is. <laughs> but I think you did get it MP3. I think right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're so maybe go with MP3. that because it may be more scratches and pops, and you'll hear more of the music <laughs> if you listen to my vinyl. But uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's a great song. It's a really neat song. Kind of well, gritty, dirty. At least we got the scratches and pops on the old Elton John record here. So, a little authenticity. <laughs> All right, but we're, we're going to go with the, the digital version of uh, The Strange Loves with uh, Nighttime, which, yeah, who would have guessed this was a B-side? I've, you know, I think most people have probably heard this before, but uh, if not, you're in for a treat for sure. Anyway, the thing is, what I really So 
of Local Live on WMSC is supported by Club Garibaldi. Located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Open seven days a week, Club Garibaldi serves burgers, hot wings, and more. And features live music weekly. For more information and Club Garibaldi's live music events, visit clubgaribaldi.com. All right, there it was, courtesy of DJ Ivory Tower. <laughs> the Strange Loves with Nighttime. That was Greatest Late's pick for uh this is your song uh thanks a lot you guys for coming in for playing for talking with us jamming some tunes we appreciate it very much uh if you want to mention your show coming up i think you do you have a show this weekend also you could tell people about that one too if you want yeah we're doing the uh public uh brewery block party uh it's in kenosha okay um it's craft beer week right that's what it is sorry but yeah they uh it's a whole big day of, of music from i think it's starting at 10 or 11 um, but yeah, it's a big block party, uh, free to attend, I believe. There's no admission or anything like that. Um, so yeah, we'll be playing that. It's cool. coming this weekend. Yeah, we'll probably play, we'll be around eight o'clock or so. We'll be on something like that. All right. Um, and the release show May twenty sixth. Yep. At Anodyne is the, is the big one here. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, I want to let everybody know out there it's a little after seven, and you're tuned in to ninety one point seven FM. WMSC, we are a listener-supported broadcast service of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. It's 56 degrees outside right now, a few clouds in the sky, and we're looking at patchy fog tonight after 5 a.m. That's actually in the morning. Otherwise, mostly clear with a low around 47. Areas of fog tomorrow morning before 8 a.m., otherwise sunny with a high near 74. And tomorrow night, mostly clear with a low around 52. And uh, that's going to just about wrap things up for us at Local Live. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSE. Local Live is a production of WMSE Radio, recorded and broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio on the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Local Live is produced by myself and Aaron and engineered by Billy Cicerelli, video by Moleskin Productions, hospitality for Local Live artists provided by Cedar Teeth Pizza, who can be found online at cedarteeth.com. Anodyne Coffee, coffee, who can be found online at anodynecoffee.com. And by Sprecher Brewing Company. More information at sprecherbrewery.com. <coughs> For upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit wmsc.org and tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live with Gas Station Sushi. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully you've heard them on the airwaves at some point over the past few weeks. We're looking forward to having them play. And uh, otherwise, thanks again to everybody who donated to our spring membership drive. Don't forget you can always continue to do that if you missed your chance during the drive. It's always a good time to contribute and become a member here. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. Stay tuned for Midnight Radio.